Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, Joe, how are you? Um, you know, on uh, that third down play, uh, Gabe and Josh there, uh, a lot of analysis has come out on it since the game. Um, some people say that Gabe needed to cut toward the goalposts uh, on the option route. Some have suggested that Josh should have thrown it towards the pylon. Uh, now that you've looked at the tape, what should have happened there? And can you take us through the play uh, and, and why you made that call in that spot? Um. Look, I think, you know, we communicate before the game, you know, Josh and I have conversations about, hey, look, we get certain situations, uh, expect what type of coverages and what plays we want to get to. And that was one of them. Um, at the end of the day, there's a, if there is a mis miscommunication and that's, if it falls on me, right, as offensive coordinator, like there's nothing easy about it from a Josh Allen standpoint of it's a blitz zero situation, which you knew you kind of get where there's a lot of guys coming at you. You're going to have to drift to make a decision on the fly. And so, um, we didn't connect on it, and uh, Gabe's not at fault. Josh is not at fault. Like, as an offensive coordinator, i got to put the thumb at myself. And so uh, what can I do to put him in a better position to have success next time that we get that opportunity that we can have a walk-off in there? So um, that's basically what it comes down to right now. It's just internal conversations about us just figuring that out. But, you know, more so me just uh, pointing the thumb at myself and making sure that uh, whatever the communication is, that we're all on the same page next time. How do you balance that accountability with the fact that Listen, you've done this job before, but this is game two, week two. You guys score 34 points. So a lot of success in there. Um, how do you manage that accountability with the fact that you guys did so many good things in that game? Um, we didn't win the football game. Like, our job is not to outgain the opposing team. Our job is to outscore them. And whatever that means on a week-to-week -week thing, whether we have to score 15 points whether we have to score, you know, 50 points, whatever that is, you know, it's going to be different. You know, there's a way to win it. And, uh, you know, it's not about, you know, the success that we might have had. It's that we didn't win the football game. And so whenever you lose that, you got to, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, what could I have done better? And, you know, that's what I think the rest of our offense is doing and me in particular. Uh, and then for James Cook, um, you know, a mistake in this game, you know, dropping that uh, what, what might have been a touchdown pass. You know, he's on the sideline for a while, similar to the fumble um, a few weeks ago. Do you feel that that's been helpful for him, like after a mistake like that, getting held back a little bit? Or, you know, is there any thought or conversation about maybe keeping him in the game so that he can kind of, you know, get back some some of the momentum lost, if that's even the case? Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of things that go into play. Uh, James not going in the next drive had nothing to do with the drop. Okay. Um, you know, that was just a product, just rotation. I wanted me personally, I wanted to get the guys going, you know, get Latavius going, get Ty going, get Jimbo going early in the game. I don't, I don't think it's right for a running back to, it's hard to really get a full balance, but I don't think it's right for a running back to go in there in the second half and get the first couple of touches. So that had nothing to do with, I have the utmost confidence in Jimbo and, um, you know, he knows that that's why we're featuring on pass. So that has nothing to do with, you know, I expected we call it again, um, that he'll make that play and, 
So that just was a product of uh, just the rotation and kind of how the game was kind of being played. It had nothing to do with the actual play. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Hey, Joe. Uh, John Warrell here. Sorry, I don't have my video on. I've had uh, internet problems, but um, kind of you kind of answered it. And 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 I guess just as well as the offense played. Um, how much was it a reminder? And you have no control over field goals and things like that. Um, how much was it a reminder that you need to keep scoring um, and, and need to finish those drives? Because that's essentially was the margin um, of victory and defeat there um, on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it was a reminder. I think it's the obvious, like, our job as an offense is to score points when we touch the field. And every time we don't do that, you know, that's a failure on our part. Um, it has nothing to do with the opposing team that we're playing. It has nothing to do with anything else other than that's our job. Um, we have to finish the drives. We cross midfield. We get in the fringe. We have to finish it. It has nothing to do with – I have so much confidence in Tyler Bass that, you know, we got down on the last one. I was upset we didn't score, but I, I didn't even look down at the field. I knew he was going to make it. Like, it has nothing to do with any of those other than the fact of, like, I think when we – when our offense is on the field, I have full confidence that we're going to find ways to get into the end zone, and I believe our guys have that. So when we don't do that, um, I think you just have to sit there and say, hey, you know, what are we Are we beating ourselves? What are we doing? Am I putting them in a position to have success? And uh, I don't think it, it's a reminder or, or anything like that. It's kind of just kind of the obvious that um, with the guys that we have in that, in that room, in that unit, that um, we believe that we should be able to score when we get the football. Is – and – on the bright side, if there is a bright side to this, is there a sense of encouragement that this offense seems to be playing to its potential um, as we've seen over the past couple of weeks? Um, yeah, I mean, I, th I think at the end of the day, um, I've, I've enjoyed watching the way our guys are playing, playing the game, but we don't play. Uh, we play to win football games, and I want the guys to understand that that's what we do it for, and uh, we have to do whatever we can to find a way to go 1-0 and and um, it's not about, it's not about how many points we score. It's not about, it's about finding that, finding that way to, to, to finish the game with, with a win. Um, and so, uh, I, I appreciate the energy. Um, I appreciate the confidence that they're playing with and we have to, um, that has to continue. Um, but all that matters is winning. We're not in a, we're in a business to win football games. And as offense coordinator, I got to do a better job of, of getting us to that result. I understand that, Joe. Thank you very much, and uh, hopefully you get a chance to enjoy the some some time off. Appreciate you. Hi, Joe. Uh, Mark Gaughan from the Buffalo News. Just what was your evaluation of uh, a few thoughts on how the offensive line held up against that Eagles uh, defensive front, particularly on the edges? Yeah, look, that's it's, it's a, that's a tough that's a tough defense. Um, you know, they they they're built. They have you know do a really good job in, in the. Uh, rushing the pass or stopping the run and they do a really good job in the back end, you know, and covering. So it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's a, it was a great opportunity for us. Um, um, I loved how our guys competed in there. And, and um, we knew that in, at least early in the game, there, there was going to be some runs that were going to be some bloody runs in terms of, you know, they might only be a two yard run, but you know, it's going to benefit us in the end. Um, and uh, you know, there were some matchups that, you know, I sat there and say, hey, is it, is it better to I feel like we can block them, you know, in this situation as opposed to a jam and um, get one less receiver out. And I thought our guys battled in there. I mean, when you got 100 plays um, against that type of defense against and you pass the ball 50 times plus some scrambles for those guys to hold up like they did. Um, extremely encouraged, extremely uh, proud of the way that they competed. And, the, um, you know, and uh, I think, you know, at the end of the game, you can see that 
you know, it kind of wore on them a little bit on the defense and we were able to kind of run the ball, you know, when the game kind of mattered. And so I was, uh, I was proud of how they competed in there. Thanks, Joe. Hey, Joe. Um, I was curious, kind of saying that, you know, that running back rotation and taking James off the field, that kind of thing. How do you kind of balance that with him still being, you know, this is the second year now, like wanting him on the field, getting Latavius on the field, getting Ty Johnson some, like how do you kind of view that room and potentially also bringing Leonard Fournette into it? How do you kind of view that group? Yeah, I mean, that's, I think the, excuse me, the pot, you look at the room and you're, you got a bunch of different type of players, and I think that that's what makes it uh, unique and special to our room is, uh, you know, you can find out what they do well and kind of try to put them in their, in their own kind of positions. Hey, what runs do they do well? Hey, what do they do in protection pass game? You can kind of mix and match it from there. And, you know, we have the ability to put tags and get certain guys on in certain plays, and sometimes it's like, hey, I got confidence that any of them can do this, so let's just kind of let's rotate them and kind of let them get a little bit of, you know, some touches, get some hits, um, you know, under their belt, and then kind of roll with it from there. Um, but James, I think Jimbo knows, like, I'll look him in the eye and let him know, like, I got full confidence that whether he needs to run it 30 times in a game or, you know, whatever it is that, uh, um, I'm, I'm good to go with him. And, uh, and, uh, I think that that's important for him to know. Um, but I don't think he doubts that. And I think all the guys in the room, uh, in the unit have full confidence in whoever's running back in there, they're going to do their job. And then I was curious for you having this bye week, like it's a unique position having just calling two games ago. How do you approach this? Do you like self, like Sean talks a lot about self-scouting, but like from your perspective, are you able to maybe add to the offense, kind of look at it from a different perspective? Like how do you kind of approach this extra time? Yeah, you know, it, it, it is unique, um, you know, because I have to I have to do a good job. We have to do a good job of figuring out, you know, how, are, how have the two games been played, you know, from a self-scout standpoint on – you know, uh, you know, the Jets game and uh, the Eagles game, but also just us as a whole, as an offense, right? Like I've been a part of this. I, I've been here, um, you know, so it's unique from that from that uh, standpoint. So just evaluating that, evaluating, hey, what can we do moving forward, um, you know, that can help benefit us? Hey, can we, you know, uh, we have to improve, um, right? You know, anytime you, you lose a football game, you know, you have to figure out, hey, what can we do better? And so we have to improve on offense. And so, um, that's what, you know, as a staff, that's what we're going to do everything we can to find a way to, to just be better. And then one other thing for me, I was just curious, we talked a lot about like the confidence and like Josh having confidence and playing with that level of energy and that kind of thing. I was, did you see that kind of going into the week against the Eagles game, but like that confidence, that energy was kind of still up and how do you keep something like that going? Like, how do you, I don't know, it's a interesting thing where it's like that energy kind of thing is how do you kind of make sure that stays up? And even though like, frustrating to have a loss despite the way the offense performed like how do you keep that kind of thing going into the last month of the season well I think I think the biggest thing is is you can't you can't be a results oriented in a sense of when you win you can handle it differently when you lose you handle it differently and so it starts with myself like my approach has to be the same I have to walk in there with the same energy the same confidence um when I see the guys next week as I did after a win as I am as I did yesterday after a loss um they have to see that, you know, that I'm, I'm ready to go. Um, and I think that the guys understood and they did a great job last week, at least of um, not not letting the Jets game carry over, but also understanding that it was the reason we had success in the previous week was because of the preparation, um, the intent behind what we were doing, their details with it. Um, it wasn't that we just showed up on Sunday. And so I thought they had the same mindset going into this, you know, this past week. We obviously didn't get the result that we wanted. Um, but we can't change who we are and our mindset and our approach because of the wins and losses. We have to understand that, um, you know, we just have to fine tune some things and clean some things up. But uh, um, I, I, I think it's 
um, it all starts with myself. It always will. And, um, you know, if I'm ready to go and those guys look me in the eye and know that I'm prepared and I'm ready, um, I believe, uh, I believe we'll be able to have some success and they'll feed off of me. Awesome. Thanks, Joe. That's all the questions for today. Thanks, Joe. Awesome. I appreciate you guys. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.